have to be your biggest fan. And when things are really tough and they're really rough and nothing's working, but there's something inside of you that says... Hello, welcome to the 60 Day Mind and Body Challenge podcast with your host, me, Imogen Rose. And we're on episode five. How has this even happened? Five weeks of the podcast. I am honestly so proud of myself for sticking to this podcast every week and having the same upload uh, date as well, date and time, because if you follow me on YouTube, yes, I post sporadically. Sometimes I post three times a week. Sometimes I post zero times a week. Um, I find it difficult to be consistent with my content, Um, but I'm hoping that you can get some kind of content from me, whichever social media you follow, whether that is TikTok, Instagram, the Facebook support group, or this podcast. So today's episode, we're going to be talking about motivation and self-discipline because we are, I think we are about to go into week five Correct me if I'm wrong, I think we are in week five of the eight-week challenge. And November is, we're in the swing of November. It is getting colder, especially in the UK. And it's getting to that time where you, you're probably feeling like you are going through a bit of a slump and you need a kick up the arse. And this podcast is going to be that. I hope I hope by the end of it, you're going to be feeling pumped, you're going to be feeling motivated. Um, the first thing I do want to say is, if you are not already, um, then please grab your, grab your earphones and head out on a walk. I want you to be walking while you are listening to this podcast, because it's a great way of passing the time whilst you're trying to get your steps in, trying to get those 10,000 steps in. I will be motivating you and giving you some tips and tricks to keep you to help you stay on track through this challenge and yeah grab your shoes I'm I'm waiting for you to grab your shoes to go and head out (laughs) firstly I just want to touch upon um our current situation just briefly I know you're probably sick of it because of all the news but just briefly talking about um England at the moment we're still in lockdown until the 2nd of December I know a lot of other countries are following suit I think France is still in lockdown I think Germany correct me if I'm wrong and a couple of other countries like Wales has just come out of lockdown so I know you guys are okay to work out in gyms and things like that but our situation is still very much on the cautious side we're all still going through this massive pandemic together worldwide and it's totally normal to have bad days I had a couple of bad days last week I spoke about it on my Instagram. I felt like I needed to because I I show all of the positivity in my life and I try and be as positive as possible. But I am also a human being with emotions and I do have bad days as well. Um, I'm sure you are the same. We just need to remember that a bad day doesn't equal a bad week and a bad week doesn't equal a bad month. So ride the wave and the next day implement some habits that will make you feel good I have actually just edited a new YouTube video um shameless self-promo but it is it's very relevant to what I'm talking about the YouTube video I have edited is 
basically a day of me just doing all the stuff that makes me feel good and it includes things like meditating, doing some yoga and I know it sounds cliche and everybody says it but it really really does help. Taking time to practice a little bit of self-care and self-love really makes a massive difference to your mental health and a lot of us have very, very busy lives. Some of us have children. Some of us have very, very intense careers. And that tends to get in the way. But we need to make sure that we are number one priority and we are running on the right fuel, the right energy. Because if you are not putting yourself first and taking your self care seriously, then everything else around you becomes pointless because you're not going to be the most productive and most efficient you can be. Firstly, I want to touch upon um, one of the most underrated forms of exercise. It's low impact. It doesn't take too much energy up and that is walking. Hopefully you are on a walk already, but for those days where you literally can't be bothered to go downstairs and put a YouTube workout video on or do a little spontaneous dumbbell workout in your home, Honestly, walking is the best option. Just get out there, put a podcast on like like this one right here. <laughs> and put yeah, put put a 45 minute podcast on and walk for the whole podcast. You'll be surprised how many steps that you get in for that whole podcast and you'll be surprised how many calories you actually burn walking as well. As long as you're keeping up a good pace and you are you're taking that time to do something productive like an education educational podcast or you are maybe listening to a great playlist a music playlist there's so many things that you can be doing while on a walk you could even be working from your phone um obviously that kind of goes against the whole like meditation taking time out for yourself but if you really don't have the time then work and walk at the same time You're also getting that much needed vitamin D from the sun, although in England it's pretty bleak at the moment, so the sun is not really, doesn't doesn't seem to be there. Um, I am finding if I get out early, early morning, I am seeing a little bit of the sun, so that is, that's maybe something to keep in mind as well. For people who suffer with anxiety, it is a great way to practice some mindfulness as well out in the nature. Um, I I've heard this tip. I can't remember what psychologist it was. I think it was one on TikTok. You know those psychologists that do those really really helpful tips and advice. Well, I learned this trick that I'm going to tell you from someone on there, and it is pick five things that you can see and smell in front of you. It might be smelling the fresh air or looking at the tree branches and it really helps you ground yourself and that is a great tip for if you're feeling slightly anxious, maybe you're in a panicky state. That is definitely something that can be implemented in your daily routine that can help with your mind. Next I'm going to chat to you about goal setting. Goal setting, I bang on about it all the time, but it's very, very important to help you focus and keep you staying on track. Now, what I want you to do, you might be out and about now, but what what I want you to do is write down in your phone a goal that you want to achieve in the next week, 
a goal that you want to achieve in the next month and a goal that you want to achieve in the next three months. And I don't want it to be about weight. Try and make it about, it might be, if you're lifting weights, it might be that you want to lift 10 extra kilograms with a certain exercise. So I'll give you a few seconds to do that now. So if you just grab your phone out and jot down those three goals, a weekly goal, a monthly one, and a three-monthly one. And this is really going to help help you envision what you want to achieve. You're writing it down. You're making it real. You are making a promise to yourself that you're going to achieve the, these three goals that are, that are set and this is what will help you in the long run. It's all good saying, okay, I want to get to this certain point by six months time or a year's time. But it, it feels quite out of reach with long-term goals if you don't give yourself weekly or monthly goals or even daily goals. It makes it more manageable. It makes it more bite-sized and it's a great way of shifting your focus onto something physical rather than something to do with your body weight. Because I know a lot a lot of the girls that are in my support group, um, or not a lot of them, a few of them do weigh themselves regularly and I highly recommend not doing that just because it's it can be quite damaging on your mental health and I bang on about this all the time but with especially with females our cycle really affects our weight it might be that one week before your period that you're retaining more water you're more bloated so therefore the scales are going to the the scales the scales are going to reflect that Moving on to food. Food is a massive one. Nutrition affects our energy levels. It affects our performance. And I have done a previous podcast all about nutrition. If you want to listen to a bit of a bit of a more educational and scientific podcast, then listen to that one after this one. Um, but yeah, nutrition is very very important and. A lot of people tend to think, oh, I'm going to do this ab workout for this many days or this many weeks and I'm going to get abs, when that's not actually true. 90% of what you look like is down to your nutrition. And I really, really believe the 80-20 rule is a really good rule to live by. 80% of the time you are thinking exactly about the nutrition content of your food and 20% of the time you're kind of letting it slide. You might be having a chocolate protein bar or um, a glass of wine, etc, etc. Whatever you fancy, 20% of the time, that is not not really nutritionally that great. Um, have it. Enjoy it. And that is that's, that's really important with being sustainable because it's all well and good doing a fad diet for three 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 weeks four weeks but nine times out of ten you're going to be miserable doing it you're not going to be enjoying yourself you're going to be having a bit of a shit time because you are restricting yourself and you're training your mind to believe all of those things are really really bad for you that you're restricting yourself from which is going to have a negative impact when you come off the diet because you're just going to end up overeating and possibly binge eating and so according to 
nutrition nutrition experts and scientific studies that have been have been made the ideal plate would look like roughly about a third of your plate being vegetables um a portion of protein whether that be a vegan protein or a meat protein and then some carbs like rice or pasta for instance and this is where it's tricky because we we have been fed that carbs are bad and i feel like a lot of a lot of people still have the mindset that stay away from carbs because that's going to make you fat when that's not entirely true you if you're in a calorie deficit and you're still eating carbs you're still going to be losing weight it's it's more about the actual calorie content of what you are eating day to day and if you are below your maintenance calories you're gonna you you are going to lose weight so if you like carbs and you enjoy carbs don't restrict them out of your diet because i've been there and it's not fun it's really not fun now i'm going to chat to you about alcohol and this can be a controversial topic because not everybody agrees with giving up alcohol and some people are completely sober for a number of different reasons that might be due to alcohol abuse or it might be due to the fact that they just simply don't like alcohol i am someone who has enjoyed alcohol a lot especially in my early 20s late teenage years and i have got to the point in my life now where thankfully I can go for long periods of time without alcohol without the need to have an alcoholic drink if I've had a stressful day or I've had a long week at work and I just need that release now I find the release in some something else I find it in exercise and I find getting my pump on through weightlifting rather than reaching for a bottle of wine And I know that that's not suited to everybody. So some people listening will be like, well, I'm not giving up my alcohol. And that's fine. That is totally fine. But you just need to remember that alcohol, a lot of alcoholic drinks do have a lot of calories in. So you don't want to be working really, really hard all week and thinking about your, your food and working out really intensely and then getting to a weekend and then just throwing it all down the drain just for the sake of having a bottle of wine or two bottles of wine because wine actually is very very calorific not only that now this again might be it might not be for everybody what I'm gonna say but I am gonna say it because alcohol is a depressant at the end of the day And I have found previously, I'd have a heavy night on the weekend and then without even realizing it would impact my whole week after that one heavy night, even sink into the second week because then I'd probably drink the the following weekend. If you are finding yourself drinking a bottle, two bottles over the weekend, it could be the fact that you are lacking in motivation or lacking in 
the drive to be able to work out and eat healthy through the week. It could be due to alcohol. So it might be something to think about. Moving on to a couple of questions that were asked in my support group about working out from home and finding the finding the discipline and the drive to be able to work out at home and work out intensely at home. So I'm just going to have a little 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 discussion about this. Um I definitely think first off the timing of your workouts really really affects how you work out and your performance because I find after a day of working and being at my laptop all day that night if I'm planning on doing a workout I don't feel motivated I don't feel I I feel tired and if I do work out I feel like I'm not putting my all into it so I've found working out in the morning suits me but that might not be the case for you you might need to find the best time to work out it might be on your lunch break in the middle of the day um but you just need to find the best time to work out for you. If you're finding that you get up in the morning and you think, oh, I can't be bothered, I'll just have a half an hour extra in bed, I'll do the workout later, you're working and then after work you think, I'm going to sack it off, I'll just work out tomorrow morning and that's becoming your routine. You maybe need to look at waking up 45 minutes earlier in the day and squeezing a quick 40 minute, quick 30 minute workout before you go to work. Most of us do have more energy in the mornings because we do get that 3pm slump in the day and yeah, personally, I am a morning workout person. I definitely need to get it out, and otherwise I won't do it. So that is the first tip. Secondly, I want to touch upon how to make your workouts more intense at home. And my first tip would be to write down your workout split for the week. Um, I know that sometimes it gets to midweek and you think, I can't be bothered to work out glutes today, or I can't be bothered to work out upper today so I'm going to switch out my workouts and that's fine but overall if you are if you have a workout split written down and you stick to that workout split every day you are going to find that you will progress a lot quicker than if you don't have that workout split planned this really helps me with getting into a routine with working out and my next tip would be timing your workouts. Um, how often is it that you're in the gym or you're at home doing a workout and in between sets you grab out your phone and you have a flick through Instagram or you have a flick through TikTok and then before you know it, 10 minutes has gone and then your heart rate's dropped down and it's not as in, the workout is not as intense as it would be previously. There are apps that delete certain apps for a certain time um, these are really helpful so you could get one of those and you could literally just set it for an hour whilst you're working out so you physically can't go on the apps they I think they just disappear for that time that you've set that's a really good tip but definitely time your workout so say you are planning to do a workout from 7 a.m 7 a.m till 8 15 a.m I am working out that's my time to get this workout done and I only have that hour and 15 minutes to get it done. And by timing it, you are you've you're focused, you're hyper hyper aware of how much time you've got 
and you're more likely to get it done, bang it out and be done, be done with it. If you're sitting there thinking, oh, I'm going to do, right, I'm going to do, hmm, I'm going to do hip thrusts uh, with a dumbbell and then I'm just going to do that and see how I feel. You're not going to be training optimally and you're going to find you're halfway through the workout you'll probably just sack it off and think I can't be bothered because you haven't got a written down plan so if you haven't already I would suggest getting a workout log you can get them on Amazon uh, I've got a really cheap one on Amazon that I used to use but now I use uh, Georgie Fit UK I think her Instagram handle is no, it's not. It's Georgie Fit. It's Georgie Fit. And she's got her own workout logs. They are really good for tracking your reps and tracking um, what weight you are lifting as well. And that is also definitely what you should be doing. You should be writing down your personal best of how much you can lift or how many reps you can do. If you are at home and you only have limited equipment, write down how many reps you can do. Write down how, how many seconds your plank you can do and build it up from there. My next tip would be to have a workout buddy. Now this is this is not for everyone. Um, you might even have a partner who you live with who becomes your workout buddy or it might be your best friend or a family member that you call up and do video workouts with them. I have done this in the past. I did it with lockdown, uh, lockdown 1.0 as we like to call it. Um, I used to ring up my mum and video call her and just put put each other on mute and get a workout up on YouTube like a yoga class or something like that and then do it together because that helps you motivate each other and because you can see the other person working out in front of you you can't you can't just sack it off halfway through you need to actually just get to the end of the class because they're they're doing it so you have to do it kind of thing it gets gives you that extra bit of a kick up the arse to get it done um next up I'm going to talk about eating healthy I've touched upon this earlier on about nutrition but I just want to stress how how much your energy levels are affected by your nutrition and what you eat um if you are one of those kind of people who you love bread, but you eat a lot of bread maybe for breakfast and lunch, you might get to like 3, 4 p.m. and think, I am absolutely shattered. And it could be to do with the bread. So looking at what you, what exactly you're eating, you could minimize your bread intake. You could, if this if this is you, if this is applicable to you. I know that that's, that's what, how it affects me so I tend to have like porridge oats in the morning and then I might have like a bagel or a wrap for my lunch just to minimize it a little bit definitely getting enough vegetables in the recommended daily allowance is five to ten types of vegetable or fruit a day are you getting are you getting that many because some days I definitely aren't and I have to check in with myself and think, right, tomorrow I'm going to do better. I'm going to make sure my lunch is packed with veggies, my dinner's packed with veggies, just to make sure. Or even like when you're having a protein shake, add a banana in there. Because fruit and vegetables are packed with minerals and vitamins that we need, our body needs to run at an optimal, optimal levels. 
So now I'm going to move on to what kind of foods I eat. Um, I tend to feel like the day just runs away and I am all for the most convenient meal that is going to be the most nutritious but also the most easiest to create. I am one of those people. So give me your microwavable packet rice over, over sitting there boiling rice for half an hour and it's still tasting really hard. <laughs> I'm going to take the easy option any day. Um, so the kinds of foods that I have, I tend to have uh, porridge oats for my morning morning breakfast and I'll pack that with blueberries, banana, chai seeds, flax seeds, just to make sure it's got some extra nutritional value in there. Then I will have a protein shake before my workout. I'll work out and then I'll have a protein shake and a banana or a piece of fruit after my workout. For lunch, it's something like a packet packet rice, microwavable rice, because it's easy. And then I'll bang in loads of veggies into the oven and just do like a Mediterranean veg type thing with some vegan mints or a vegan burger, vegan sausages, some kind of vegan meat replacement. And I'll just bang on loads of Nando sauce. Medium, medium spice Nando sauce is the one. It's amazing. And it's quite low in calorie as well. Gives the meal that extra kick. Sometimes I'll have um, salad with the... I don't know if you've tried the squeaky bean chicken tikka. In in the UK, that's, that's what we have. I'm pretty sure... Let me know if that's actually in Scotland. I'm sure it'll be in Scotland and Ireland. You let me know. Um, but yeah, squeaky bean chicken tikka, the vegan chicken tikka is amazing. And I'll add either a white wrap or a wholemeal wrap, depending on how I'm feeling, just for some extra carbs in there. And sometimes I'll have like fajitas for dinner or spaghetti bolognese. If you don't know what spaghetti bolognese is, I've heard that in America, spaghetti bolognese is just the spaghetti. Is that a thing? You also let me know if that is the case because I've heard that that is the case. In in the UK, spaghetti bolognese is spaghetti with like some kind of mince. I put carrots and onions in mine. That that's a little bit controversial as well because that is definitely not how the Italians make it. <laughs> um... But yeah, something something carby for my dinner I will have, either with rice, rice and chili or like spaghetti or something like that. Um, and I, I eat about 150 grams of protein per day and I probably hit about 130 to 150 per day. I don't always get it every single day, but I don't really have less even on bad days, I don't really have less than 100, 100 grams of protein. So that is definitely something that you need to consider if you're not considering already. It will help with your weight loss journey and it'll help with your muscle recovery, etc, etc. Especially if you're lifting weights, you need, need to increase your protein intake to make sure you're getting enough protein. I had a question about veganism. Um, now I... I don't feel like I talk about this a lot. I feel like I should be talking about it more. Um, but then on the other side, I don't want to ram it down people's throats. If you've got any questions, I'm happy to answer those in a non-judgmental way. The reason why I 
became vegan initially was because I watched uh, Cowspiracy on Netflix. I think that was the first thing. I also followed quite a few vegan YouTubers. Um, There's a couple on YouTube. I think they're called That Vegan Couple. I could be wrong. I think they're Australian and I followed a couple of other people as well, like Freely the Banana Girl. I don't really... I don't really agree with how she goes about it now. Uh, in the beginning, I kind of thought, wow, she's a really controversial controversial vegan and she's telling me all this information. I'm going to go and research this myself. I ended up doing that and went veggie first. I think I went veggie for about eight months and then gradually started weaning myself off things like cheese and chocolate. Uh, milk, that kind of thing. Chocolate was definitely the last one to go because I could not live without Galaxy chocolate. Now, luckily, we are blessed and Galaxy have come out with another a, a vegan vegan version of chocolate. If you're in America, if you're in Canada or any other any other country other than the UK, you might be thinking what is Galaxy? And honestly, if you ever get the chance to try some Galaxy chocolate, seriously go for it because I feel like it's the best. The be- It's the best, best chocolate out there. Then my boyfriend watched a BBC drama um, and it, was, it had a really good concept. I think it was Simon Amstel. I, I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure it was Simon Amstel. BBC BBC drama and it had a really good concept of living in the future and pretty much everyone was vegan but there were these small minorities that weren't vegan and they they would go to like <laughs> like AA meetings you know alcohol anonymous but for meat eating and they would all like stand up and and feel really really gutted about the fact that they relapsed and ate meat it was honestly, if you've not seen it already, seriously, go and watch it because it is a really great concept and it makes you think completely differently to the way you think when you watch like a vegan documentary. It just gives you a different a different way of looking at things. Um, so I highly recommend that if you've not seen it already, but that is the thing that made my boyfriend go vegan. I know this podcast is getting getting a bit long, but I finally want to touch upon some small things that you can change in your diet to make a long-term difference and I want to ask you a couple of questions I know you can't answer me but I'm just going to pretend like you can answer me do you have sugar in your tea and coffee do you have chocolate or sweets on a regular basis do you have high sugar content things like within like maybe pasta sauces that is one that that has a lot of hidden sugar in it because these are really small things that you can change but you probably won't notice the change like for instance pasta sauce we don't we don't buy pasta sauce packet pasta sauce anymore we just buy chopped tomatoes and cook our own sauce not from scratch because you would have to use fresh tomatoes, but chopped tomatoes, bang in some um, onions, bang in some garlic and away you go. 
Or if you have sugar in your tea and coffee and you feel like you can't let go of that yet, get a sweetener alternative or try and minimize it over time. So instead of having two sugars, have one and then eventually go down to half a sugar. Because once your taste buds get used to the new normal, it'll be odd going back to, you'll you'll start to realize, oh, actually, that's really sweet. That That's not nice anymore. So it just, it just takes a few adjustments, a few minor adjustments in your diet that can have really, really massive impacts on your long-term health. It might be that you are a sucker for an energy drink, try and go for a sugar, sugar-free sugar alternative and start to gradually decrease over time. I'm not talking about restricting them. Say you have one a day, you're not going to instantly go cold turkey. You might go from one a day to half a day and then on the following week or two weeks later, then you go down to a quarter of the drink a day and then eventually gradually weaning yourself down and down. And when you fancy one, just have one, but just try and decrease it over time. Small little changes like that, you'll be surprised what massive impact it has. And if you are tracking your calories in apps like MyFitnessPal or Lifesum, there's loads loads of them out there. If you are tracking, you will realize that those small changes can actually make such a big difference to your daily calories. So as we know, I usually finish with a quote and this time I'm going to finish with, it's kind of a quote, but it also goes into a little exercise that you can do. So the quote is, imagine yourself six months from now, don't stop, it will be worth it. So what I want you to do is imagine yourself in six months. What are you going to have in six months time that you don't have now? I want you to write down three things that it may be to do with your relationship, it may it might be to do with your career, it might be to do with your fitness goals. What are those three things that you have in six months time that you don't have currently? And this is going to be your main focus. This is going to be your focus for the next six months. You're going to achieve those goals and it's really going to help you achieve those goals by writing it down. I hope you've enjoyed today's podcast. I hope it's motivated you or inspired you to stay on track, to become a better version of yourself. And if you haven't already, go and check my latest Instagram post out and my TikTok videos as well because I've got loads of workout content over there. I've got loads of workout content on my YouTube channel as well. It's Imogen Rose on my YouTube channel. And I will see you in my next podcast. Thank you. Bye. Love you.